Welcome to Two Men Talking, controversial conversations that never end. Engaging, thoughtful conversations that two friends, Stanley and Fred, have had on their long walks together. Ideas they invite you to listen to and think about. Hello, I'm Jordan Rich here with Two Men Talking. And with this being the kickoff podcast, I thought we'd first discuss how you two got together. Stanley? Fred is a neighbor of mine. And I was introduced to him, and I am readjusting my life, Fred's readjusting his life. I indicated that I walk five, six miles every Sunday. I have a bench in Central Park that I dedicated to my wife, so I wanted to introduce Fred to my wife. So I take him up to the bench, we sit on the bench, I introduced him to my wife. We talk a little. And it became every Sunday, we do five to six miles, we stop off, I have a little bourbon, Fred has a little martini, <laughs> and uh, we continue our walk. So that's sort of got a routine, and now we go, they know us, everyone greets us in the hotel where we go into the bar, and we find um, a lot of satisf- intellectual satisfaction and talking and discussing various topics. Fred, uh, you've moved from the suburbs into the city, and Stan is a city veteran. So here you are walking the greatest city on earth. Generally a walker prior to this, or has this been added to your routine? No, I wasn't a walker. Uh, Stanley's reintroduced me to New York City. I lived here uh, with my family till 96, and then uh, we relocated to Connecticut to expand my family. And when I met Stanley, I looked at him and I said, wow, he's resetting his life, not from choice, but from circumstances. I, on the other hand, I chose to reset my life. I said, here's a man. Uh, and, and I started to watch him and I said, look how he's managing his life. Look how he interacts with people. Uh, he gives a lot. He gets a lot. He's good and he begets good. Uh, And I watched how he managed relationships. Both of you have had successful careers. Both of you are professional people. Do you talk about your professional lives? Is that part of the mix or is it all personal? Fred, why don't we start with you? We talk about everything. As our friendship grew, as we walked and talked, much of what Stanley would say transformed how I started to relate to people. Hmm. Each of us started to shape what the other one saw. We started to influence our perception of reality in positive ways. And it was just because we were walking and talking. The uh, Sunday walks became a high point of my week. And you asked about um, our professional lives. I still work, Stanley's retired. And our conversations are about everything from uh, all the dogs we see in the park, a dog sitting with two women at their table. Uh, (laughs) We talk about suffering, real problems versus pseudo problems. Uh, That was an interesting conversation last weekend. Aging, two kinds of pain, the economic pain and uh, the physical pain. We talk about dating sites, uh, all kinds of stuff. Well, we walk, we talk about feelings, thoughts, philosophies. I would say, you know, Fred, I'm 89 years old, and I got up this morning, and I was thinking about death. 
And Fred said, what, what are you thinking about that? Everybody dies. Why? What are you making such a commotion? And then we would go six miles, sit on my wife's bench a little bit, and talk about death. So each one of us would get high rating as a philosopher. And my feeling is the ability to put forth an idea and get intelligent response. So to give you a quick example, I said to Fred last night, or the night before, we stopped for a drink. You know, Fred, for every problem, there's a solution. Fred said, if there's a solution, it's not a problem. So we had a little philosophical discussion that equates to the best that Aristotle could do. And we had a, good, a lot of laughs, a good time. And I had a little bourbon. And it was, a, it was <laughs> a lot of fun. You know, this flies in the face of the old argument that only women can get together and talk about their feelings. A- absolutely. Um, I mentioned to Stanley that I have a friend and I want to help him. And Stanley said, well, how are you going to help him? And I told Stanley and Stanley said, no, you're really not helping him. You're just taking one action. If you really want to help your friend, there's a ton of things you could do. And what I recognized was that that's how he lives his life. There's tons of people that he's gone uh, at great lengths for, and he's made their lives uh, better. And if you look at his circle of friends, it's pretty significant. Uh, And all the family members that stay in touch with him, I envy that. Um, And so, yeah. yeah. There's quite a bit of admiration that Fred has for you, Stan. And I know the feeling's mutual, but how would you define your relationship with Fred and what he's taught you and what you've gleaned from being his friend? So remember, I'm 89, Fred's a little younger, and Fred is very actively engaged in life. So now I am declining in my engagement. Still, I'm still engaged, but I'm declining. And what I learned from Fred is still how to be engaged in life. Fred will say to me, what are you doing? I said, well, I'm home. He said, you can't be home. Home is no good for you. So he's teaching me, Fred, in many ways, smart as I think I am, you know. Fred is teaching me many aspects of being engaged in life. But I will comment, may I comment on your comment about men's conversations are different than women's conversations. So there's a lot of truth in that. So men do have conversations, and our conversations are on an intellectual level. I'm not diminishing women's conversations, but you go out to dinner with a woman, and you will hear about her children, her grandchildren. You'll get to see pictures of intelligent grandchildren. (laughs) Um, You might hear a few stories about deceased husbands. Um, so when Fred goes out and listens to women's conversations, he gets a different conversation than I do because I'm older. So we as men, we, our conversations, I think, are not different. I'm not telling you on a higher level, but we have different conversations. And women, they have their conversations. 
So women do talk about things of import, but uh, Fred and I, I think, talk about many things that are very significant in life. Give us a sense as to what some of the topics are going to be coming up on the podcast series, some of the things you've talked about. Fred? Stanley and I have noticed when we walk, we see a lot of women with dogs. We see men with dogs too, but an awful lot of women with dogs. So we're going to talk about women and dogs and the relationship they have with them. And dogs are fabulous. Uh, unconditional love. They can't speak back. Last night I had a date with a woman that told me she had three dogs. She showed me a picture of the three dogs. Mm-hmm. And then she showed me one. I think it's a French bulldog. And I said, gee, that's an awfully cute bulldog. She said, do you like it? I said, yeah. She said, oh, I kissed that dog. I thought that was interesting. Uh, Stanley and I uh, were walking a few weeks ago. and We saw two women sitting at a table and a French poodle was sitting in one of the chairs. And when Stanley and I spoke to them about it, it was like, oh, yeah, he's he's with us. Uh, We always do this, so on and so forth. But so some of the other uh, issues we're going to talk about will be um, has social media caused a paradigm shift in how men and women have relationships. And what I mean by that is dating sites. Can walking solve loneliness? Stanley and I both manage being alone very well. But loneliness is different than being alone. We're going to talk about um, aging. There's two pains when you age. One is physical and the other is economic. Concerns around money. Will I have enough? Will I live longer than my money? We're going to talk about willpower, like the power to get up in the morning and get out of your bed and have an active, healthy life and do things that are good, have good habits. We're going to talk about dating. I think I already mentioned that. Um, I like to date. I like the company of women. There's an age thing in dating too. Um, You'll see um, men with younger women and men with age appropriate women. And you'll see women doing the same thing. We'll talk about success. Is your success when you get to be a certain age, a compensation for what wasn't possible in your life? So those are some of the topics we're going to talk about. And it seems to me that uh, these are as universal as they are male-oriented. Would you agree, Stan, that women will find these conversations to be pretty interesting? Well, I think so. This is a podcast for people from 20 to 100. So when we talk about dating, we talk about age differences. I'm 89. Can I date a woman 50? Or um, maybe 55 would be better. We talk about how the best way to end a marriage is divorce or death, the best way to end a marriage. Okay? Right? And... Had a divorce, I had a death. So those are some of the things. And Fred indicated we talk about suffering. Fred does believes there are no coincidences. This is something we talk about all the time. And I believe that there are coincidences. He believes things are fated to happen. So I um, I don't believe in that at all. So what we talk about is interest to everybody. There's nothing, the only thing we really don't talk about is politics. We don't want to get involved in politics. But this is for everybody. Everybody has issues in their life. Everybody has anxiety in their life. 
And uh, we talk about loneliness because I live, I'm alone. Mm-hmm. And I say, um, when you go out to dinner with your wife, you're married, mm-hmm. you spend the evening, and the best part of the evening is when you go home and you say to your wife, I'll never go out with those people again. The guy ate too much. <laughs> the woman, look how sloppy she looked. And you, that's the best part of the evening. So we get a big kick out of that. The evening is divided in half. And the best part, so I go home and I talk to myself. Oh, God. And Fred goes the same thing. So that's what we talk about. Well, it's going to be a lot of fun to uh, have you share some of these conversations on the podcast. And one final note, the power of conversation, it seems to be missing, especially with younger people who are connected to their machines and not literally talking to each other. What can we say about the importance of relating one-to-one in person? Lovely to do it on a walk through Central Park, but anytime. Fred, your thoughts? Spontaneity, for the most part, is missing in a lot of social interactions. When you text someone, you can manipulate the timing of that. Uh, When you uh, put photographs on Instagram, and spontaneity is so important. When Stanley and I walk, we see the majority of people we see walking are like two people. They're smiling, they're engaging and having conversations in the moment. And they're affected by the environment. They look at the reservoir and they see ducks and you'll make a comment on it or uh, it's just, mm. it's, I, it, it's a good cure-all for everything. And Stan, you're the walker who got this all started. Uh, I assume you concur that walking and talking is something we can all do. We can even chew gum at the same time if we want. But uh, why is it so important for people to connect like this these days? You're a young guy. I don't know if you remember, but... There was such a thing as families who came together and everyone talked. You had an aunt, you had an uncle, a grandmother. We all came together and everybody talked. And in business, people talk. People, I think, uh, people don't talk as much as they speak and they they don't reveal their feelings. When Fred and I go into a restaurant, when we leave, all the help know our names and we know who the help are. Is we sit down, we say, who are you? Where are you from? Oh, we hear an accent. And what's your name? And the next time we go in, oh, it's Mr. Cohen, it's Stanley and Fred. Okay? So, in many ways, look, we're not teachers, but it would be nice if what we did would teach people how to interact. Because... Interaction is a lot of fun, and we we have a good time. And I will say, if I'm walking with Fred, and he sees a very nice-looking young lady, he will make a conversation. We walk down Madison Avenue, and sometimes by the time we get to to the end of Madison Avenue, we've spoken to three, four, Fred gives uh, restaurant recommendations, people hear them talking, so where are you going? Tell them I sent you. <laughs> um, we make just walking and talking. We have a good time. And we hope maybe people will have a good time also. There's a lot of anger in our society and a lot of indifference. So maybe um, 
believe a little drop of goodwill, <laughs> but we have a good time and we don't really talk to ourselves. We talk, we see people, oh, what are you, how are you, who are you, where are you? So we have a good time. And if people pick that up, uh, maybe we'll get a little friendlier atmosphere here in New York City. Well, the good news is people are listening while they're walking. <laughs> they're connected to their phones. That's the beauty of the podcast. Guys, thank you so much. Can't wait to dig in and have you share some of the controversial topics with us and some of the fun topics as well. And maybe we get you to take a walk with us. <laughs> <laughs> You've been listening to Two Men Talking, controversial conversations that never end. The podcast geared to men, women, and everyone in between from 20 to 100. Anyone who loves living life to the fullest. You can subscribe and download Two Men Talking wherever you get your podcasts. And Stanley and Fred would love it if you left a multi-star rating and review. We thank you and hope you too can find time to walk with a good friend.